Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, chapter three. Welcome back to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope you're doing well. And if you've been fishing since the last podcast, let's hope you put a few on the bank. So, the plan was to be fishing Lily's Lake for my second time uh, doing a quick overnight with Alex. But unfortunately, I had to cancel that. And it just left me thinking of like, oh, how am I going to get out this week? Am I going to get any fishing in? Is it possible? Um, and at that point in time, when I cancelled that trip, it was like, no, it's not going to happen. Um, I've got no free time of the weekend. But my luck changed. And I actually managed to get out Saturday and Sunday for a quick couple of hours each day uh, doing a bit of surface fishing, which obviously you've seen by the title now. So on the Saturday, um, I didn't know I was going to manage to get out on Sunday. So I said to myself, right, I'm just going to go down for a couple of hours um, on Legends Lake and see if I can get one off the top down there. And I won't do any recordings or anything. I will literally just go literally for fun, no podcast whatsoever. Um, so I went down there. Um, it was quite hot, sunny. Um, there was quite a few people down there in all fairness, which just doesn't surprise me for a weekend. So it kind of left me a bit limited on, on what swims I could go on. Um, when I got down there, there was one other person surface fishing. Um, he had, he had already had a, no, he had a carp off the top. He, I spoke to him the day before. I had quite a nice one off the top. So it got me buzzing from, from the off. And I was like thinking, oh yeah, at least there's still, they seem to be still taking off the top because it's definitely getting a little bit popular down there with the surface fishing, which we will go into a little bit more. Um, so I picked a, well, basically I had, I had a little walk around uh, to see if I could um, see where the carp were. And they were down the bottom end of the lake. They were definitely down there. Pretty much where I've done a lot of my surface fishing down there. They seem to be down that end of the lake a lot uh, on top. So I found a nice little spot there. And I basically started flicking out some dog biscuit, uh, trying to obviously, and obviously put my bait out, trying to catch my top. But I just found myself fighting with the wind. The wind that was coming down on the lake was putting a lot of a lot of ripple on it, a lot of flow. Um, the plan, um, what what I've noticed from fishing Legends Lake uh, these few times, is um, the, the carp are rarely, rarely showing and taking the margins. So you've really got to get it out in the middle. Like a, like a fair bit out, which is why I went away um, and I had to buy a, like a, a heavier surface float. Um, and the one I, the only one I could find at the time was I bought the Corders Interceptor, um, and I can't remember the weight of it now, but it was it's quite heavy. The one I bought, I think I think I bought a thirty gram and a fifty gram. I probably got the grams wrong there. Um, I'm sure it was thirty because I've been using the fifteen gram one. Uh, but I found the 15 gram one from Nash wasn't getting the distance I needed to get. It felt like it wasn't getting the distance I needed to get on on Legends Lake. So I went and found out. I went and found a quarter interceptor. Bought a 30 gram and a 50 gram. And on this session, I, I was using the 30 gram, casting it out. And it was yeah, it was definitely getting the distance. If I really gave it some willy, I could probably almost hit probably three quarters, maybe probably the whole length, the whole width of the lake. Um, which was quite handy. So I felt quite happy with that. It kind of ticked a few boxes. Um, oh, well, I will say at this point in time, I did want to be fishing the swim to the left of me, but there was someone in it, and that's where a lot of the carp were on top there. 
Uh, so I've had to stick with this one here. So I stuck in this in this swim here, <clears throat> flicking out dog biscuit, uh, trying to obviously catch one on the top with my cord interceptor. But the problem was, as, as I was just saying, is, is, is the wind was blowing on the lake and it was just causing too much of a ripple. It was putting too much of a bow in the line. So like my, like, they're so finicky on this lake. You really do have to make sure it's all set right. Um, I've, when, when you're fishing on uh, uh, Atkins Lake, it, it seems to be a lot easier. And I'll, I'll go into that a little bit more further on down this podcast. But yeah, it, it just it, it just wasn't happening for me. The line wasn't sitting right. Uh, I found myself constantly correcting it, and it, I, ha- I would have to correct it really quickly as well uh, because of the bow. The water was putting a massive bow on, on the line on top, and then really pushing it out. So, if a fish was to come up and, and take the dog biscuit, it, I, I had so much slack that I'd already have to put up to try and set the hook. Now, the thing with fishing on Legends Lake is. Is and I have to I will say this. I mean, not that I've had one off the top at the you know, but Alex uh, and Ben have done a lot of it. Uh, ben certainly caught a lot of carp on there. He pretty much lives down there. I don't know if I haven't said that already, so he knows what he's doing. And he's always said you've got to use the longer hook links on there because they are you know very very shy. So the problem was keeping that straight as well. Um, the, the the distance from the hook to to the uh, interceptor was it was critical that it was it was almost straight. Uh, so the interceptor could do its job, uh, which is the bolt action, and obviously keeping it all straight, um, you could obviously set the hook as well by striking into it. But it was just it was just near damn impossible. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get it to happen. Um, I had a few carp uh, nose at the at the bait, but um, overall I didn't get any takes at all in that session. Uh, so basically a couple of hours up down there, I gave it a couple of hours down there, and it, it just didn't happen at all. And I was, I was definitely a bit gutted. I, was, I kind of really had a good feeling about it. I thought it's, it's got to happen, but it didn't, unfortunately. So I packed up, towel between my legs, and went home and just, you know, just thought, oh, oh well, let's watch one of them sessions again. It's just, it's not happening for me at the moment. Uh, the next day comes and it's and it's Sunday, and luck, luck was there again for me, and um, I was able to go down there again. And I thought, All right, let's just do it again. Um, let's get back down there. It's, it's it's hotter than the day before. Um, we've got to get back down on Legends Lake. We've got to give it a go. It's, you know, it's got to happen at some point. Probability is the more times you fish, the more times you've got to bait out there. At some point in time, it, it's going to happen um, because I know everything I'm using is correct. It is right. It, you know, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I know. I know mm-hmm. the bait works mm-hmm. on there. The, the dog biscuit I'm using, which is the Mighty Meaties as my hook bait. I know they love that down there. Uh, so I got back down there again on Sunday, and it was definitely hotter than than the day before. Uh, yet again, there was a few people down there. Uh, there were two other gentlemen uh, surface fishing down there as well. Uh, but the wind on the lake on, on Sunday was absolutely awful. It really it was worse than the day before. It was that bad that there was hardly any breaks in it uh, because on the previous day you'd get a break where it, it would flatten out for a little bit. Um, so you could see, you know, you could actually see the carp um, when it would flatten out, uh, you know, and it'd give you that 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 excitement. But but yesterday, uh, Sunday, just it wasn't happening. It was, it was rarely flattening out, and it was just becoming like oh, I thought, right, because I, I just should have said then I actually jumped in the same swim again uh, because I, I saw fish moving around that same point again, which doesn't surprise me. But um, I thought, right, I need to I need to try and find a flat part of the lake, and um, so I ended up going up to the other end of the lake. 
um, up there, and it was a lot. It was flat up there, but it there it was flat. But the whole time I was up there, I probably spent about twenty five minutes up there, just at the end swim there on this flat part of the lake. But no cart. There was no carp shows whatsoever. I fl- I basically flicked dog biscuit out of the whole of the of that top end of the lake. Uh, just like scanning around the whole time I was there, seeing if any cop would come up, you know, and, and, and see if there were any shows, but none whatsoever. None. I was like, ah, this is just not happening. I need to actually go back down to the other end of the lake again. Um, I've seen them down there. I know they are there and jump in the same swim. So I went back down to the other end of the lake, jumped back into the same swim, basically using the same techniques again. Uh, but it was just fighting again. It was just oh, I was fighting against this wind and the water pushing the line, and it it's so frustrating because you're constantly trying to correct it, and because of the ripples on the on the water, you 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 know you couldn't see any fish show. So the excitement was there, and you're just like you were just fishing blind. It was like it was almost like fishing on the on the bottom. You know, once your rig's out, and you know when you fish on the bottom, you can't see. You don't know what's going on. It's just you know it's just a waiting game, and it just felt like that. Um, so I thought, right, okay, let's move down a couple more swims, which literally is the the, the end of the end of the lake there. Um, there was a bit of it was a bit flatter there, a tiny bit flatter. Basically, flicked out loads of dog biscuit once again down that end of the lake to see if there'd be any carp shows whatsoever. Didn't see nothing. So I thought, well, I know I said I wasn't going to do this. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't going to move. I thought I was going to persist in this lake, but this is just getting silly now. Oh, I should also mention at this point in time as well. Two other guys turned up. Uh, wanting to do some surface fishing, and they said, "Look, this is terrible, isn't it?" And I said, "Yeah." They go, oh, "We're going. We're not going to fish this lake on the top. We're going to actually go to another one." And that that played in the back of my head. I thought, you know what? They are so right as well. And I am. I was thinking it anyway, but I think they're so right. I need to move. I'm just. I just feel like I'm wasting my time here. Um, so I decided to go right. <laughs> let's go in Atkins Lake then. <laughs> it's, it's it is always a banker up there. You know, it, it does happen. Um, as you guys know, I've had loads of carp off the top in previous podcasts up there so i decided to go up there um i got up there and there was another gentleman surface fishing those two other gents uh, were up there they were surface fishing and i decided to go i basically went in the first swim on the right as you get up there um i fished that spot spot a few times now it's in the corner uh, as you guys know i love corner swims all types of fishing you know and that, and that is definitely a holding area there for carp um and to be honest it didn't take long um to, to like to see some carp shows, I flicked out some dog biscuit, and as usual, as usual, they they came in um, quite quick, um, which is which seems to have been the standard on there. And I say down a wall, stay there, which seems to have been the standard on there. Um, and they came up quite quick, and I sat, I was fishing the same uh, quarter interceptor uh, float on it. Uh, I had my long hook link on still. And I was basically fishing it, and I couldn't get a bite. I just could not get a bite. Um, the carp were coming up. They they weren't. They were nosing the bait. They 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 were taking the bait. They were definitely like they were definitely sucking it in, and, and they were just getting away with it. Um, and I've all had at this point in time was, it, I guess, where the, the position of the lake. It, it, it was quite. It was fairly calm up there. You could keep your line, you know, fairly straight, you know. So you, I felt like I was, I was, you know, presenting quite well. But for whatever reason, um, I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't hook one. It just wasn't happening. And I think this is just, this is so odd. This is, you know, this is not how this fishes up this end. It just doesn't fish like that. You know, it's, it's as I said, it, this, this is a banker off the top at the moment. 
It, it really is. So then I start questioning, you know, what's going on and why aren't I, why aren't I catching? And then I'm thinking to myself, oh, you're just, you're just being stupid, Christy, you know. You've put a bit of time in on this lake up here. You've had a lot of carp out. You know, what, what is the one thing that you, you know, that, that you changed to catch carp on here? And of course it was the hook link. Um, I, as you guys know before, um, you know, I did start using longer hook links there, but as soon as I started shortening the hook links down, you know, you know, it was it was hooking the carp on there. They don't seem to be as as picky on there. They feel they're quite confident. It's like a you get, it's like a jacuzzi in there once you get the bait going, and it re, it really is. Um, so I changed my hook link to to the, to the length I was I was normally using down there, and I still couldn't get a bite. I'm like, what is going on? That they, again, they're coming up, they're sucking in the bait and stuff, but it just it just wasn't happening. I feel like I'm presenting right. It's all, it all everything seems right. And then that, at that point in time, then I, I'm then questioning my cord interceptor, thinking, is it that? Is it that? I've still got, I still had on the 30 gram one, which is over, over heavy for what I'd normally use on there. You know, I, on that lake there, I get away with the 15 gram uh, Nash one that I use. Um, and then I start questioning that, thinking, well, I need to change that now because this is getting silly, you know, you know. And I've all had this point in time. This is this is at this point in time. What when I got there, there was carp shows. The carp were coming with dog biscuit, but it was just it just it wasn't like it used to be. Like the last time I was there, they they kind of like drifted off quite quick. They weren't. It it wasn't a jacuzzi out there. It wasn't at all in the slightest. It, it died off quite quick. So I thought, right, I need, I need to make this happen. I need to make I need to, need to make this change. I need to see. So I changed over to my standard uh, Nashi one, and I hooked a fish within like probably like about three to five minutes. I hooked a fish, and this fish gave me a fight. It really did. I like my lines ripping off. I mean, come on, crusty boy, you've got this one. Um, you know, I've had a few fish on on this lake on there that have really taken some line and ripped line off, and I've and I've, and I've lost them. Um, and I just know that I know they were big ones. And this one just was ripping off line. Went, it went right in the corner, so I'm thinking, right, I've got to let, it, look, I've got to let the fish take drag, but at the same time, I've got to hold it back as well. So I was basically just, I tightened up my drag a little bit, so it was still ripping, and then, then I just, then I'll just basically try and hold on to it, just to try and stop it, just to try and turn the fish around, because I didn't want the fish to carry on taking drag and, and going into the far corner and, and basically snagging up the line. So I thought I need to like basically every now and again just. Tap on, uh, just basically hold on to the to the spool just to stop him, just to try and turn him around. And eventually that was working. I'd give him a little bit of line, basically then hold on to a little bit just to try and stop him and turn him around. Eventually I managed to turn him around. But this fish was just giving me a, just a complete cracking fight. And I got him out, turned him around, and then in the end got him in the margins, got the net out. I remember I'm on my own, obviously. Got the net out, trying to land this car, and he went again, pulled off again. Back to the left-hand side into the far corner down there. I'm doing the same technique. I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm riding my luck here. There's no way I'm going to get this carp in. Um, at this point in time, I had seen like the tail of it, and it was like, oh my god, that's you know, if we're not talking a little five pounder, this one looks quite, you know, quite decent, definitely. So I'm doing the same technique again, and eventually I managed to turn him out and got him back out in front of me again. And he's starting to rip line again. You know, it's, it's like he's seeing the net. He's like, no, I, I ain't going to be netted. You ain't having me. You ain't having me. So eventually, eventually I'm playing this carp and I managed just to net this fish absolutely buzzing. I was like, this, I thought this is a nice fish, definitely. So as you do, you know, you bring him in, you know, the pick the net up, look down and go, yes, this is a nice one. 
and that, that that feeling was just like oh my gosh it's finally happened I've actually caught a, a, you know a half decent one you know what feels like or looks like a half decent one so I leave the net carp in there in the water sort myself out get my mat wet my mat uh, get my camera set up and everything get the weighing scale set up back down to the carp in the landing net, uh, take the landing net pole off, you know, roll it up, the standard stuff you normally do, and then pick it up, and, thought, and I picked up, and at that point I thought, yes, this is definitely not a five pounder, even though I knew that, but you know, you know, you know your strength, you know when you pick a carp up out of the water, you know, you know you've got a half decent one, I was like, yes, this is definitely a half decent one, I'm definitely buzzing, definitely buzzing with this one, so I picked this one up, took him over, put in that, I had, a, I had a look at him thinking, right, this is this has definitely got to be £25, surely. Has to be £25. This is a lump. You know, this is this has got some weight to him. It really has, and it looks big. Um, <laughs> get him in, in, the, in the weighing sling. Obviously, he's all wet anyway. I should say the hook came out nice and easy. It hooked, hooked absolutely nice, really was. Got the scales, weighed him, and I think he went £19.7 uh, or something. I was like, really? <laughs> really 19 pound seven and i was like at that point in time I was a bit like i was a little bit disappointed but at the same time i thought this is still a lump though it's still a nice fish to get off the top definitely um so i thought okay fair enough it's a it's a lovely fish to get i shouldn't be disappointed at least i managed to get one after what seems to be everything i've gone to gone through down there uh yesterday or the day before and 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 that day Got, got a few snaps. I had to be quite quick. I, was, I would add that in because at this point in the time it was it was really hot and sunny. I was on my own, so it was always a bit tricky on your own trying to basically get everything set up, get get the photo, you know, and do all that. So I've, I've got a couple of couple of quick snaps on my own. Managed to put him back in the water. I was absolutely buzzing. I was like, yes, done it. All right, let's see if we can get another one. Um, so basically, put my rod out again. Start feeding in the dog biscuit again, but. It was this point, this is when it really started to dawn on me that they really were not feeding, as I said earlier, like like, like a jacuzzi in there, like the, like what they used to do. And I just thought, this is, you know, this is just not good. And then I'm looking around thinking, you know what, do you know what, right? When I used to come down here surface fishing those past few weeks, you know, I, I was on my own doing it. There was, there was, you know, you'd rarely see people on the lake doing it. Um... But as I said, there was like the, the one guy on the lake doing it. The two guys turned up doing it, you know. And it wasn't, you know, I, I did speak to these gentlemen throughout, you know, throughout the session. Um, and they, they've, been, they've been down doing it themselves. So it was that point in time I actually realised, you know, that most certainly in Legends Lake they've realised because more people have been doing it down there because Ben's had a lot off the top down there. Um, and it's the same on this lake now as well. They've wised up to it. They really have wised up to it. They're not feeding like the, like what they were used to, and I'm kind of feeling like it's almost blown now, because <laughs> it's just like and there's a little bit gutting inside and everything. Because you know that's the way to catch them at the moment. You know they they are mainly seem to be feeding off top. I mean obviously there's the, there's the zig zig scenario. You get some zig fishing out, but I do love my surface fishing. I like it's on the go. You know you're constantly doing something, and it just feels great. It's just the great feeling is when you see a carp come up you know, and take your bait, you know, you kind of feel like you're, you know, you're in touch with it, you know, you, you know, you're, you're seeing everything as it happens, um, you're not just blind waiting for your buzzers to go off, it's, for me that's, that, that is a complete buzz, so anyway, yeah, so I flicked out dog biscuit, then they just wasn't coming up like what they, what they were, um, 
you know, you, you, you're getting them come, you know, feeding a little bit. But obviously I'm going to persist and see if I can get one. So I persisted and carry on. And then I hooked into another one. And this carp was ripping line as well. And, you know, I mean, I said before on this lake here, the commons in here, like, really do give a good scrap. But yeah, this was just fighting harder than like, the, the typical common in, in the lake as well. And I was thinking, oh, my word, this is doing exactly the same as other one. It's ripping line. It's trying to get in the corner. You know, I, you know it's, I couldn't just basically, you know, almost just, like, play this fish and, and bring it in fairly quick. So I'm thinking, oh my god, I've just I've hooked into another, you know, decent fish again. Um, so it's buzzing, absolutely buzzing. Same, pretty much same scenario as last time. I was using the same sort of technique. It was trying to literally, it was doing exactly the same as I want, trying to get me into the corner over there. They just know that if they get over there, they can snag it up and they, you know, and they, and they just know they can get off. Um, so basically, battled this carp, eventually netted it, um, did the same again. Uh, picked up the net to look at something. Wow, look at the tail on that fish. That is a nice size one as well. So obviously left it in the water in the net. Um, went up, wetted my mat again because obviously that's already set up. Got this carp out, picked it up, and instantly I knew when I picked this carp up in the net, I knew it wasn't as, as big as the other one, but you could still tell it was, it, you know, it was it was quite lumpy as well. So basically picked it up, walked over, put it in the net. Obviously, the scale's all set up, ready to go. Weighed it, and I think this one went about 18 pounds something. Can't I remember now, I'm sure it was 18 pounds something. So, you know, obviously, not a 20, but still nice size fish to be grabbing off the top in, in that lake anyway, most certainly. Got the photos, put it back out again, absolutely buzzing. Yeah, so, put the rod obviously back out again, flicked out a dog biscuit. Um... But they just, as I said before, they just weren't showing. They just weren't having it. I'm thinking at that point in time there, well, the change I made from switch, switching from the interceptor to, to my Nash one definitely made a difference. The change, uh, shortening the hook link, definitely um, made a difference. Um, that's definitely helped me put carp on the bank. But they're just not showing. And then I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's it, they, they have definitely wisened up to this. Um, I've got three other anglers on the lake doing the same thing. I know the guy opposite me, he was the guy that was already there. I see him have one carp off the top when I, while I was there. The other two gentlemen were fishing a couple of swims to my right. I couldn't really see what they were doing too well, but I could I could hear what was going on. You know what it's like when you're down there. It's not a big water and you kind of hear what's going on. Um, I believe they lost one. Either, they either landed one or lost one, either, one of the two. So already I'm thinking, you know, it's, you know, what's that? You know, potentially we could call it, even if they had one, we could call it four carp between four anglers. Um... And that, and as I said before, this lake is just normally would just go off on one. You know, you you could almost it almost sometimes it felt like you could just catch one by chucking some dog biscuit in and just hand feeding them, and just pulled one out with it. You know, just grab hold of one. It's just what it feels like. Not that you could do that, but that's what it felt like. So they definitely have wisened up in there. Um, I carried on, uh, obviously persisted with it, and eventually managed to get another one out. A night, it was a nice little mirror actually. It was um. It was definitely one of one of it seemed to be like an old oldish sort of small carp though seven pound, a lovely looking dark sort of mirror six seven pound or something like that. I can't remember. Or again, I would say can't remember. I was guesstimating six seven pound. Didn't take a photo of him, but still a nice looking carp. Um, still, I'm buzzing obviously to be catching fish. You guys know I love catching fish. It's all about catching fish and putting fish on the bank. It's not about the size. So it was great to to um have put another one on the bank. But you know, in the back of head, I'm just thinking, you know. 
is this done now? You know, is it is it is it done? Um, too many people are doing it. Clearly, there's there's so many more people doing it on Legends Lake now. Uh, ben says the same. He says he says he sees a lot of people do it. <clears throat> he says he's struggling on there now to catch fish off the top. Def they've definitely wisened up there. The same on um, Atkins Lake now. You know, I know these. And I, as I said before, I had sp I had spoken to these anglers. They've been doing it. Uh, and I, I guarantee they're not the only people that started doing it now. So it's got quite popular down there and the fish have definitely just wisened up to it. So um, it's just frustrating because, yes, I, I know on, I know I can tell you now, back, switch back to, switching backwards and forwards now, on Legends Lake, you know, people are struggling to catch them off the bottom. Um, most of them are coming out on zig rigs. So it's obviously seems to be the way it might have to go if I fish there, you know, for a session again. But it's just frustrating because the beauty of fishing on, on the surface fishing is, you know, because it's you don't have to take a lot of gear with you. You can literally go there for, you know, you could go there for an hour, you know, and try your luck. But you're less, I know you can go with your, your kite rods for an hour, but you're less likely to. Let's be realistic, you know, everything you take down there and stuff to, you know, find your spots, put them out. And then actually, you know, only fish for an hour. You're not really, you're not really going to do that. So it's frustrating that you know, this might be over. Um, so it might, I'm, I'm obviously not going to give up on it. If I get a spare hour here and then I will go back down and do it and see what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of, sort of going, going around in circles here now. I do apologise. Just thinking about it as I'm saying it. It's just, just definitely a bit gutted. I do want to try bits. I do want to jump on some uh, float fishing for carp. You guys know I love doing that. Get some lobworms and try them. Fish the margins down there. Uh, I still think that that might, that there's a good chance of that pulling the fish over over than a boilie because because obviously you're moving around on that as well. So I might give that a go soon. But yeah, so there's my little session for you over the weekend. Um hope you guiding guys, hope you, ladies and gents, should I say? Hope you ladies and gents enjoyed my uh, my story um and my findings on the back of it. Constant constant learning curve, things are always changing, but that's fishing for you. So anyway, I'm gonna leave this podcast here. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you do go fishing from now until my next podcast, I hope you catch a big one or catch loads. And I shall speak to you then. Take care, guys. Tight lines. If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favour and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.